Hello there. I'm Gloria Warren, and this is the Eloquent Wife Podcast, a safe space in time where we discuss all things pertaining to wifelyhood. So whether you're dealing with unforgiveness, are in the honeymoon phase, or have unmet desires, needs, or expectations, you can rest assured that you will gain godly tips and strategies that will help to transform your marriage for the rest of your life. Let's get started. Welcome to the Eloquent Wife Podcast. My name is Gloria Warren, and this is season three for the Eloquent Wife Podcast. So today we're going to be talking about the secret struggles, the ultimate pull towards forbidden fruit, the ultimate pull for or towards forbidden fruit. And this is what God gave me. And this has been in my archive for the last four or five months, but I felt like today was the day that God wanted me to bring it forward. And I believe that because he's ready to speak to some things that may be going on in the heart, then therefore I know that he has a perfect plan and a perfect will for our lives so that we can be able to move forward in our marriage the way that he desires for us to move forward in it so before i get started i want to share some announcements with you and if you can see we have a new day we have um a new schedule for the podcast so if you are um used to the last two seasons for the podcast you know we used to do monday mornings but this time i'm trying out something different and we're going to be doing tuesday mornings at 10 a.m and that is the video live recording where i'm doing the audio at the same time and so once this is done for those who enjoy podcasting more that will be uploaded to my podcasting server and you will be able to get that um around 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And my other announcement is going to be that during my break from the podcast, I released a new book, and it is The Eloquent Wife, Seven Keys to Build a Successful Marriage as a Godly Wife. So I'm really excited about that, and if you have not gotten it, you can go to gloryworn.com forward slash books, or you can go to Amazon. And you can order your book there. So because I was not paying attention to the comments, I'm going to go ahead and pray again so y'all can hear the prayer. And then we're going to jump into this topic for today. Oh, my goodness. Like, I'm just like so gotten off right now. But we're going to make it work anyway. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, thank you, God, for just this day, God. I thank you for laughter that is good for the soul, God. I thank you for every moment that you use to humble your people, God. I thank you, Lord God, for just allowing us to meet yet again, to be in your presence, to talk about wifelyhood together. Because we know that marriage comes from you and marriage is something that comes from your mind and because we know that this topic means something to you god we are in attention 
so that we can hear everything that you want to speak to us. And so, God, I pray that you would remove me out of the way yet again. I pray that you would speak through me and think through me, oh God, and anything that may be resting on the minds of your people, God. We pray that you would destroy it and that you would use your anointing to break every yoke and to destroy every yoke in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you for life. We thank you for health. We thank you for strength. We know that we live and move only through you. And it is through you that we have our being. And so, God, we thank you and we love you. And we call it all done by faith. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. So, the topic for today. Secret struggles. The ultimate pull towards forbidden fruit. The ultimate pull towards forbidden fruit. When God gave me this topic, I was kind of trying to figure out which angle he wanted me to go in with it. And initially, I thought that I probably would go from the angle of, you know, sometimes we get busy as wives and, you know, sometimes we are focused on a lot of other things and we're not focused on you know, our spouse. And so I'm like, okay, Lord, do I go from it at that angle? Because, you know, of something that we may not be doing, could it be causing them to have struggles? But I felt in my spirit that the Lord wanted us to deal with us, to deal with our hearts, to deal with our emotions, to deal with some of the things that we are possibly lacking, that we may not be getting from our spouse, or that we may feel like we are Um, just losing ourselves because it's like this never ending cycle of taking care of everybody else. But yet and still, it seems like we are not able to keep up with ourselves. It seems like we're not able to get that which we need and that which causes us to flourish. And so that's the angle that I want to talk about. So the three angles is our need or our needs, our desires and the things that we long for but we may not be getting. And so that's the angle when I talk about secret struggles. That's the angle that we're coming from. And so I want to unpack some of these words before I um, set the tone for the podcast or the conversation that we're going to be having today. So we're going to break down some of the words that's in the title of this. Secret struggles. So the definition of secret is not known or seen or not meant to be known or seen by others. The word struggle means a forceful or violent effort to get free of restraint or resist attack. That's the definition for struggle. The definition for pull is an act of taking hold of something and exerting force to draw it toward one. So the secret struggle is pulling. It's acting as something that is exerting force to draw you towards it. The definition of forbidden 
is that it is not permitted and it is not allowed, meaning that it's banned. So the, the secret struggle, the ultimate pull towards forbidden fruit, what is forbidden? Not permitted, not allowed. So let's look at fruit. Fruit is something which grows on a tree or bush and which contains seed or a pit covered by a substance that you can eat. So anytime the enemy comes to us, he is not going to come with he's not going to come with come to us with something that does not appeal to us with our senses, with our eyes, with our emotions. He has studied us over the course of our life from our childhood on up. He knows everything about our past because we call, they call him an old one. He fell from heaven to the earth. And so he's been around for ages and ages and ages. And so he knows everybody's bloodline because we all can be traced back to Adam anyway. But he knows the things that you may have struggled with as a child. He knows something that you struggle with as a teenager. He knows what you may have struggled with as a young adult. And so when you talk about secret struggles that's pulling you to forbidden fruit, and when you add that on top of someone or a wife who feels that she's not getting her needs met, where she feels like she's not... um being desired or longed for even from her spouse or whatever the situation may be, whatever the situation may be, the enemy will use any and every situation to pull you into his trap and into his snare. So I want to unpack what does forbidden fruit symbolize because everything that can be seen it can always have some type of revelation to it. So for forbidden fruit, it refers to any indulgence or pleasure that is considered illegal or immoral. So all of this is still kind of stemming and it is just, it's all going together. And there will come a time in your life if it has not already come to you where you're going to have to take a stand over all illegal thoughts, actions, mindsets, shows, movies, everything that we partake of, it affects us. Everything that we partake of, it affects us. And with that being said, for you, for me, for every person listening to this podcast, or for those of you who are watching right now, the enemy is going to try you. And the basis of this message is in what you deal with on a daily basis, in what you go through on a daily basis, the enemy knows where you are. He knows where you are spiritually. He knows where you are mentally. He knows where you are physically. He knows. He knows. And he will try you. And his 
perfect will is to destroy your life. So we know that the enemy always comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And it's not a matter of if he will come, but when he will come. And when he comes, he's not coming to play. He's not coming to just sit there and to just watch you live a happy life. But he has three missions always. If you can't get one, he'll do the other. If you can't do that, he'll try the other to steal, kill, and destroy. We can talk about this until we're blue in the face, but that is his ultimate mission every single day. Every time your foot hits the ground, every time your foot hits the ground, the enemy is coming with three missions or with three mindsets towards you to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So secret struggles, the ultimate pull towards forbidden fruit. Galatians 5, 9 says a little leaven, leaven it the whole lump. A little leaven, it will leaven it the whole lump. And there are many of you who reach out to me, you know, through messenger, through my emails. And I know that this hits home because anytime there is lack, anytime there is a person who feels like they're not seen. Anytime you feel like there is no hope for tomorrow, that is such an easy target for the enemy. Because if the enemy can get you in your vulnerable state, it's super easy. It's super easy for the enemy to set a trap for you when your heart is hardened or when your heart is flustered, when your heart is frustrated. I use that word a lot, frustration, but when your heart is in this state, the enemy sees it, he knows it, and he will come to play with it. And that is why I just read this scripture because a little leaven, it leaveneth the whole lump. And so in your weariness, in your need or desire to be seen, in your need or desire to be loved, in your need and desire to be cherished, in your need and desire for this, the enemy, if he has not already tried, he will send reinforcement. If the heart is not repostured, and centered around and fixed on the things of God. You know, I, I feel like we have a lot of fun here. Or I do. I have a lot of fun here. I like to have, you know, like, I like my music. I like to have the production. But at the same time, I understand the severity of the, the attack of the enemy. I understand the severity of his desire for marriages to crumble I understand this and every single time I'm approached with you know I just I feel this way I feel that way he doesn't do this he doesn't do that you know it it can be something where it's like Lord 
your daughters, they need you. They need something from you. But God, only you can do that. Only you can give that. And even in the lackadaisical ways of your husband, even if he's not stepping up the way that he should be, even if he's not doing some of the things that you desire for him to do, even if he pays you no attention, even if he's doing some of these things, God is still going to require holiness from us because he is a holy God. He is a holy God. And in all of that, you know, I know that this is true because when I post certain things, when I talk about how the husband needs to do better, then there's like this big amen corner. But when I, whenever I focus sometimes on the wife and how we should be repostured, and even if they're not accurate, how we are called to still act right, there is always a lot of just crickets. And I know that it's something that has to be dealt with because when we stand before our maker, he's not going to ask us what anybody else did. He is only going to say, okay, what did you do? He's going to say, what did you do? So, If you have been laxed in your prayer life, because I know when you're going through, I know sometimes you can feel like you don't want to fight. I know that it can seem like, Lord, I'm tired of warring. I'm tired of doing this. But in your journey through wifelyhood, in your journey through that, if you slack in your prayer time, if you slack in your reading of the word, It will take you from a more spiritual place and standpoint. And it will allow you to be opened up to the three things that is all around this world that is affecting non-believers and believers every single day. And that, that is the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. As flesh, this body is flesh. So when you come down out, out of the spirit, this body, you're, you're, you're met with your flesh. So as flesh, it will forever war against our spirit. And at the moment, you are weak spiritually. The enemy will use that to attack. He will use that to attack. I know that this may not be like a fun word, but I know that this is what God wants to share today because Last night, I'm trying to sleep, and it's like my my mind is just preaching to me, and I'm like, I want to go to sleep. It was 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, and like I'm just steadily thinking on this, and stuff is just steadily coming to me, and I'm like, I really want to go to sleep. I really want to go to sleep, but I know that this is on the heart of God, because if it were not, it wouldn't be happening today, and so you have to ask yourself, What is it that is pulling me to it? What is it that I see that I don't need or that I cannot have, but it's appealing to me? What is that very thing that is like a magnet that just makes me want to touch it, 
see it, look at it, whatever. Everybody's secret struggle may be different, but all in all, whenever people are dealing with things and if they don't run to their maker, if they don't run to God, if they don't go to the source who created them, you're going to run to something. Some people's is alcohol. Some people, some people's is cigarettes. Some people's is sleeping around. Some people's is just like gossiping. I mean, there are many, many things that you can get your hands and some people, they do excessive eating. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Whatever that forbidden fruit looks like for you, God is saying in this moment and in this season and for the rest of the seasons of your life, he requires a standard from us. He requires this from us and it's just something that you can't get around because he is who he is and he says what he says. And if he says it, then you have to abide by it, whether you want to or not, or it's like, Lord, if I don't want eternal life, I can just do whatever I want to do. I can live how I want to do. I can just live a raggedy lifestyle. But if I am pressing towards the mark, if I just want to do whatever I want to do, he's not going to stop. He's not going to come and stand in front of you and be like, look, hey, I'm just, you know, I'm not going to let you do that. But it's in his sovereignty and in his love, in him wooing us back to him or even just trying to woo us back to him. He's saying, I see your pain. I see the struggle. I see the heartache. I see the pain again. I see the struggle again. I see the heartache again. But daughter, I am here because I can make you whole. And even if you are going through a season where it looks like the grass is greener on the, on the other side, there's always going to be an issue somewhere. There's always going to be an issue somewhere. So on this flyer, or I don't even know what to call this, this um, thumbnail, you see the lady is depicted as the wife in this. But instead of using alcohol and instead of using, you know, food and any of that there are some of you who may have entertained someone that you know is not, what is this definition? Or should I say that is forbidden because it's not God's will, because you know that it's not God's best, because you know that it goes against God. But because of all of the things that is in the heart, because of the turmoil, because of everything that you're dealing with on a daily basis. And it's just like, Lord, this one thing is something that gives me joy at the end of the day. This one thing is something that breathes life into me. This one thing is something that gives me hope for a better day. But if you are married and you have stood before God, then this is not, let me see what this definition, which, which one of these I want to use. This is not sanctioned by God. Anytime 
something feels really, really good to the flesh, it's more than likely not that good for you. Unless it's in the confines of your marriage, just like when you want to eat vegetables. They don't taste that good unless you train your taste buds to eat it. Everything that tastes the best in this life is so unhealthy for us. Juice, cookies, chips, like the stuff that our flesh loves, it's not, that, it's not good for us. It's not the best for us. And overindulging in it has caused many people to have diseases and, and, and not just diseases by, but like heart disease and things like that. And so you have to ask yourself, if you have been entertaining such things, God in this moment, he's always, he's always sovereign. His eyes are in all places, beholding the good and the evil. He's always there. He always sees, but he's a merciful God and he's a just God and he's a holy God and he is a gracious God. And he gives us time, just like right now, how we're talking about this. He gives us time and space to get things right and to come to and say, Lord, I didn't even realize I was getting far out there like that. Lord, forgive me. Help me to find my way back to you because I know that this does not bring you glory. I know that this does not bring you. um, I don't want to say the word pleasure, but I know that this is not your perfect will. I know that this is not your perfect will. And I have three things on here that I want to share. And I'm not going to be on here. Cause I see the time is just steadily going up, but okay. There are some who have entertained others or someone, whether that's through work, whether that's at school, whether that's at the gym whether that is, I don't know, on a business trip, whatever that thing looks like, whatever that thing looks like, God is saying, I'm giving you time and space to get it right because his grace is sufficient for us in every season if we allow him to speak, to talk, if we allow him to move in our lives and to show us the error of our ways, he can do this. He can do this. But then there is another set that I want to speak to. And that is for the woman who says, I entertained it for a very long time. And to my regret, I allowed myself to fall into something that I know God is not pleased with, that I may be embarrassed for or about, that I am not even sure how to work through, walk through. To that woman, you have to know that as long as there is breath in your body, God has given you space to get that thing right. God is not a God who is looking to embarrass us. He's not a God who is looking to bash us. He's not a God who is looking to 
He's not looking to expose you in the way that some people want to make it seem like they're always online, like just just telling everybody's business and stuff like God gives us space and time. But if we continue to go over him trying to get us to where we need to be, then he will expose you. But it's always still going to be for your good, because in that exposure, it will possibly cause you to stop doing what you're doing. But to the woman who says this is a secret. This is something that I've been engaged in. This is something that I've been tempted with. This is something that has been going on in my life. And I don't know how to get out of it to you. You must know that the Lord loves you. And anytime the enemy tempts you, he will always be the same one who comes to bring condemnation. So you must know, you must know, you must know that the enemy is not your friend. He will make it look so good. He will make it look so appealing. But if you are a married woman, and even if your husband is not doing that which you desire for him to do, your pool, your heart, your emotions cannot be towards anybody else but for your spouse. And this is just this is just how God has it. This is just the right way, because in your vows, it says forsaking all others. The grass is not greener anywhere other than heaven, because there's always going to be an issue that people will run to. And anytime issues persist over time, then it can cause your heart to become hardened. It can cause you to feel a certain way, but in it and through it all, in a marriage, there is just the way that God has it. And that's just final. You know, sometimes we want to be like, well, God, why I got to be like that? If he said it a certain way, it just is because he is. And so closing out if you are down and you don't know where to go, where to turn. Your heart is even more in shambles because the enemy is using your situation to make you feel even more worse. And you thought that you would feel better because you thought that the grass was greener, but it's not. You must know that God loves. You must know that, as I said earlier, his grace is sufficient. You must know that he cares for you you must know that he loves you with an everlasting love and as long as there is breath in your body as long as there is breath in your body you have the opportunity the chance you have the freedom the liberty to ask God for forgiveness to repent towards God you have the opportunity to get your life back in line with him because he is the savior because he is the one who redeems he is the he is the great redeemer like if you ever needed something he is who we run to and i know a lot of times it can make you feel like well god i don't feel worthy None of us are worthy. We're all as filthy rags. But because of everything that he did for us, 
we have now the freedom to approach him because he knows that we're fragile. He knows that we're flesh. He knows that we're, we're made from dirt. And even in that, he still says, my child, I love you. Come to me. I can mend this for you. I can breach or, or bridge the gap that was breached. I can make this over for you, but you must come to me. You're not going to find it in any other source. You're not going to find it in any other source. So. If you. Struggle with knowing. Which way is God? One of the quickest and easiest ways for a person to be drawn away, because the Bible says every man is tempted when they're drawn away with their own lust. And so when you're drawn away from the heart of God, it's hard to stay rooted in him. When issues happen, when struggles come, It'll be hard to, if you, if we can't stay committed to God, it's, it's almost impossible to stay committed to a person who has flaws for days. It's almost impossible. And so if you have been neglecting your time with the Lord, this is the first place where you can begin Again, to rebuild yourself in the most holy faith. To rebuild yourself. To rebuild yourself. As humans, it's in our nature to sometimes, depending on where you are in your walk, to want to get as close to Something that's not good, especially we're not in the teenage years, but especially during that time to get as close to the fire as we possibly can to not be burned. To get as close to the fire as we possibly can to not be burned. But Proverbs 627, it says, can a man take fire in his bosom and his clothes not be burned? Can one go up on hot coals and his feet not be burned? So he that goeth, this is this. So he that goeth into his neighbor's wife. And this can be for the woman to his neighbor or her neighbor's husband. Whosoever toucheth him or her shall not be innocent. Shall not be innocent shall not be innocent. And so repentance, whichever place it is, whether it's the temptation of it or whether it is something that has already taken place, repentance is the only way to get through, to walk through and to head in the right direction for you. If this is indeed you, and I know that there are people who are watching this and be like, girl, what do you, what are we talking about? That's not everybody's struggle. 
But if this is indeed something that you have had to deal with, to walk through, to keep constantly reassuring and re like redirecting yourself, know that I don't what is the scripture? It's one of the scriptures that I love to quote all the time, but I didn't write it down and I should have wrote it down. I should have wrote, I should have written it down. But we just ask Jesus to purge the flesh. For him to purge the heart, to purge the mind. Just because something feels good does not mean that it's good for you. And the condemnation of the enemy will try to ring louder after he causes you to stumble and will cause you or try to cause you to feel even worse and unworthy of the love of God. But the devil is a liar. But the devil is a liar. I do not believe that anything is haphazard. I don't believe that anything that God does is just for nothing. And so if we're talking about it, that means that he's ready to step into your situation and he's ready to make you right, to heal your heart, to fix this in whichever way that it is. And you must know that if you have, I love this, I just, Jehovah Mofalti, that is the Lord God, my deliverer. If you have him who is standing and waiting If you have him who is standing and waiting to open his arms to you and to call and allow you to run back into his arms, even after he's known or even after he knows where your heart has been, what has happened with you. If you have a God like that, that doesn't care where you come from that doesn't care what your past looks like, that doesn't care what the enemy has already been planning and plotting for your future. If you have a God like that, who is ready to step in to say, I am here to deliver, but daughter, will you give me the opportunity to, and you might be saying, Lord, I don't know if I want to, I don't know if I want to, God, this feels good to the flesh. If you have a God who is saying, I can make all things beautiful in its time. The one who rose with all power, the one who has all power, the one who has the authority and the ability to to speak one word, to change your entire life, to speak one word to somebody who can change your life forever. Whatever the situation is, Jehovah Mephalti, God, we thank you for stepping in as the deliverer because he is the great deliverer. He is the great I am. And because he is the great I am, you can always know that the love of God is always here to woo you away from sin, to show you a better way to cope with the anger, the bitterness, the frustration that may be driving you even into the arms or a place that you know is not God's best for you. So we dismantle the secret struggles that has been ultimately pulling you towards forbidden fruit. 
We dismantle that in the name of Jesus. We can have fun. We can dress up. We can look beautiful. We should look beautiful. We should smell nice. But at the same time, as a woman of God, there is a balance. There is a balance. And in anything that you face, you must know that the standard of God will stand forever. Everything is going to go away, but his word is going to stand forever. This earth is going to pass away, but his word is going to stand forever. And when you know that his word stands forever, then you know that everything that you face, it can be found in the book, the great book, the holy book, the Bible. And whatever it is that you face and that you go through, you can always go to him. And you can always talk to him as your father. I encourage you. This podcast right here is for the heart of the wife. You don't have to go and run to anybody else. This is for your heart. If you are indeed dealing with this, this is for your heart. This is for you to evaluate yourself. This is for you to go in your secret place and say, God, search me, know me, purify me. Purge me with his stuff that I might be clean and wash me that I might be white as snow. This is that for you. And so I decree and declare over you that you will not fall in this season by the hands of the evil one who desires to destroy you, to destroy your family, to destroy your destiny. You will not fall. In this season, this is what God gave me to, I wrote this down and I'm going to say it. So we decree and declare, as I said before, that you will not fall in this season. You will not stumble in this season. And this is what you have to speak to yourself. I will not fall in this season. I will not stumble in this season. You will look fear, temptation, lust, gluttony, alcohol, gossip in the face and tell it, that it can no longer have control over you or access to you or have access to you. And taking, taking the initial step in fighting for you by the spirit is how you will win. We talked about the enemy being an old one. He's been around for ages. And so even if you say, I can do this without prayer, I can do this on my own. He knows every tick that you have. He knows everything about you. The enemy cannot be Satan, cannot be in all places at once, but he has his imps. He has his kingdom. He has I don't want to say his people, but he has his sources to monitor you so that he can know all that he can about you so that he can know how to plant seeds in you so that at the fullness of his time, he can come in and call forth that seed. And you're like, where did this come from? It was a seed that was planted. It was a seed that was planted. And at the right time, at the right moment, when the right season came, when the right Demonic rain came that allowed that seed to spring forth. It brought forth an evil fruit. And so, God, we thank you. And so, God, we thank you. Because I know that your word is true. And I know that you are true. 
I can just feel the weight. I can just feel the weight. But God, we say thank you because I know that you are a good God. And because you are a good God, Lord, I know that you have great things in store for us and that you are ready and willing to restore us to our rightful place. And so I pray that you are truly blessed by something that was said today. Even if this was not for you, if God lays somebody on your heart, share it with them. Share it with them. You never know what people are dealing with. You never know what your sister may be going through. But if God is speaking to your heart for anything, may we forever learn to act. And may we ever learn to be sensitive to his voice and be obedient to his voice and to be obedient to his voice. And to be obedient to his voice. And to be obedient to his voice. We can all do what we want to do. But if we have a goal to see Jesus one day, to see heaven one day, to have a healthy marriage, to have a healthy mindset, to have a healthy soul, we got to do things his way. If we doing stuff our way, the enemy is going to come with the condemnation. But if you stay rooted in him and allow him to give you the wisdom, the knowledge and the understanding for every season that you face and every season that you go through, you will prosper. You will win. You cannot stay in the face of a holy God and not prosper. You cannot stay in the face of a holy God and continue to deal with foolishness. You just cannot do it. We're not looking at nobody else. We're talking about our heart being postured. We're talking about our hearts being postured. We're not going to look to the left nor to the right. But God, we're going to keep our eyes fixed on you. Because if I keep my eyes fixed on you, I'll never sink. But the moment Peter took his eyes off Jesus, he began to sink because the waves are always tossing and turning around us. The waves are always coming. They're always coming. They're always going to come. There's always going to be something that's going to try to pull you. But if you know that you know that you know that you know that you've been in the face of God and he has given you and anointed you for the season that you're in, you don't have to worry. Will I sink? Will I fail? Will I falter? The Lord is with you. The Lord is with you. And this is something that I absolutely love. And I heard it first from um, Prophet Sonia Taylor. She said, the blood speaks a better word. The blood speaks a better word. The blood of Jesus, it speaks a better word. And so in this, you must know that no matter what you face, we're not going to be pulled towards forbidden fruit. No matter what you face, you will not fail. You got to speak this over yourself. No matter what I face, I will not do that which displeases my God. I will not do it. 
Lord, in my weakness, you are made strong. And so in my weakness, Lord, rise in me. Rise in me. Whatever I face, God, I thank you for being exactly that. How many names are there for the Lord? Whatever you need him to be in that moment, learn that name of him. And decree and declare that over your life. And it shall be so. In the name of Jesus, I pray. In the name of Jesus, I pray. I'm reading some of the comments. He waits for an open door to attack. Yes, that is so, so very true. And so until next time, I love you ladies. And if you found yourself where you say, this is something that I've dealt with, but I don't know who to talk to. I've opened up a mentorship that's just one-on-one. And I call it Conversations with Gloria. And if you feel that you need someone to talk to that you can trust you can go to my website gloriawarren.com forward slash one-on-one or you can scan this qr code and it'll take you directly where you need to be silence and being in a place of loneliness is where the enemy works best And for those of you who want to get plugged into The Eloquent Wife, you can also go to TheEloquentWife.com and you can just join our website. You know, Facebook, you know, I love our community here, but it's not, you know, it doesn't belong to me. It belongs to Facebook, you know, so if Facebook ever goes down, this goes with it. You know, this page goes with it. So if you want to just stay up to date for the teachings that'll be coming, that'll be forthcoming, you can go to theelkantwife.com and stay plugged into our growing community. And you can always scan this QR code as well. And if this was a blessing to you, you can scan this QR code. We have PayPal, we have Zelle, and we have Cash App. If you would like to sow into this because it was a blessing to you, that is available for you right here as well. This means so much to me because I know it's from the heart of God. And I know it's from the heart of God because every time he gives me a topic like this, I'm like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to talk about it. But to God be the glory. To God be the glory. So until next time, I will see you later and then I'll talk to you later for those of you who are listening on the podcast. Love you much and talk to you soon. Bye-bye. To the end, for you, 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 you
I pray you enjoyed this week's episode. If this was a blessing, then you for sure don't want to miss next week's episode. So meet me here next Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern for another conversation about wifelyhood. If this episode was a blessing to you and you'd like to see it flourish, consider becoming one of our beloved podcast partners to help us get this message to more wives abroad. If you feel compelled to partner with the Eloquent Oil Podcast, visit www.gloriawarren.com forward slash partner to become an official partner. We have options for you to submit a one-time love donation or you can become a monthly partner through our secure giving portal. With much love and grace, I pray you have a blessed week. And until next time, it's Gloria signing off. Bye-bye.